0: Step 11. Intimacy. Week 2. Day 1. A Mind and Heart United with God. The opening prayer for this lesson is, God, unite my mind and heart with you. God loves you. He wants you to be united with him. He will share his mind and heart with you when you earnestly seek to know and love him. The Bible is God's story, and it is a love letter to the world. He wrote it for you. Through it, God shares with you his heart and mind. You can know him. You can understand his loves, and particularly of his love for you. As you study the Bible, the Holy Spirit transforms your heart and mind. You can embed God's Word in your heart by meditating on it throughout the day. Meditate is defined as to engage in thought or contemplation, reflect, to consider as something to be done, intend, purpose. You can secure it in your mind by memorizing it. Memorizing and meditating on the Bible grows God's desires and thoughts within you. Oneness with God glorifies him. Read Jesus's prayer for his disciples and for his followers, you, to come. In John 17, verse 17 to 22, it says, Father, sanctify them in the truth. Your word is truth. I sanctify myself that they also may be sanctified in truth, that they may all be one, just as you, Father, are in me and I in you, that they also may be in us, so that the world may believe that you have sent me. The glory that you have given me, I have given them, that they may be one even as we are one. Sanctified or sanctity is defined as make holy, set apart as sacred, purify or free from sin, Take time to answer this question now. Question 1. How has God's Word changed your mind and heart during regeneration? Many Christians never learn how to know God or apply His will to their life because they don't study their Bible. Developing love for what God loves and responding to God's love is critical for oneness with Him. This week you will study God through His Word and respond to God by applying what you learn. Your goal is to grow in your knowledge of God so that you may be one with Him in mind, heart, and purpose. The following guidelines will help protect you from misinterpreting the Bible or reading your own desires into Scripture. Guidelines for Understanding and Applying God's Word Understand a passage within the context of its paragraph, chapter, and book. If a passage is difficult or unclear, compare it to other scripture. The ideas in one passage are often repeated more clearly in other parts of the Bible. Try to discover the main idea of the passage, and then explore what is said about the main idea. Consult other trusted sources for clarity and insight after your study. Commit to take action on what you learn. Before moving on, pause to pray. Ask God to reveal Himself through the Bible this week and to align your heart with Him. Ask for help to apply what you learn to life. Psalms are sacred songs that were sung in kings' courts and temples. King David, the second king of Israel, a warrior, musician, and prophet who ruled Israel between 1010 and 970 BC, wrote many of the Bible's psalms. The Bible describes David as a man after God's own heart. See 1 Samuel 13, verse 14. As you read Psalm 19, remember that all Scripture is God-breathed and preserved by God for you to know Him. See 2 Timothy 3, verse 16. Listen to Psalm 19 slowly and carefully. The heavens declare the glory of God, and the sky above proclaims His handiwork. Day to day pours out speech, and night to night reveals knowledge. There is no speech, Moreover, by them is your servant warned. In keeping them there is great reward. Who can discern his errors? Declare me innocent from hidden faults. Keep back your servant also from presumptuous sins. Let them not have dominion over me. Then I shall be blameless and innocent of great transgression. Let the words of my mouth and the meditation of my heart be acceptable in your sight, O Lord, my rock and my Redeemer. Use the following questions to study what God is saying. Engage your heart with Him and apply His Word to your life. Question 2. What do you think is the main point of Psalm 19? Try to summarize it. Question 3. What about God affects you the most in Psalm 19? Was this a new insight or a reminder? Why did it touch you? Question 4 What did you discover about yourself through Psalm 19? Question 5 After reading Psalm 19, is there something God wants you to do or change? For example, a sin to confess and repent or avoid, a promise to claim, a prayer to repeat, a command to obey, a verse to memorize, an example to follow. A challenge to face. Question 6 How does Psalm 19 make you feel about God, His Word, yourself, or the world? Take note, feelings are not always an accurate reflection of truth. However, it is important to examine your feelings because they are real and can reveal a condition in your heart that needs investigation. God wants to engage your mind and heart. He wants to heal your hurts and remove your doubts so that you can easily trust Him. Question 7. Is anything in Psalm 19 confusing? What to do when confused by Scripture? Pray for understanding. Look at the context of the passage and then compare it to other, clearer Scripture by using cross-references. The ideas in one passage are often repeated more clearly in other parts of the Bible. Look at commentary on the passage from trusted theologians. Consult trusted Christian friends or pastors for clarity and insight. Engage with God. Write a prayer. Tell God the feelings you listed in question 6. Praise Him, thanking Him for any new discoveries or good things that you were reminded of. Ask him for insight into the things you do not understand. Ask for strength to follow through on your answers in question five. Ask that he would make you one with him in mind, heart, and purpose. Now it's time to take action. Share your answers to this lesson with your mentor. If you still have questions after talking with your mentor, follow up with your regeneration leaders.